Hey everybody, and welcome to the Tax Sale Podcast, where tax sale investing is made easy. I'm of course Casey Dippen. I'm a veteran tax sale investor, a tax sale expert, a tax sale trainer, author of the Tax Sale Playbook, and the founder of the Tax Sale Academy. Thanks for joining me today on today's podcast. And as always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you're looking to learn about tax defaulted real estate and how to strategically and profitably invest in that type of real estate, make sure you head on over to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. It is the ultimate resource when it comes to learning how to invest profitably for tax sale investors. Today, we'll be talking about the different types of auction systems that are used. Now, in a previous episode, we talked about the different types of systems that are used, you know, tax liens, tax deeds, all that good stuff. So we're not talking about the auction systems themselves, like bid down, overbid, that kind of stuff. But instead, today, we're actually talking about the specific auction format that is going to be used in all the different states. Now, and these will also apply to tax liens and tax deeds both. So it's not, you know, this system is used this way, this is used this way. We're just talking about, in a general sense, what do the auctions look like? How are they formatted? How are they created, right? Let's talk about this stuff. Now, the deal is, every single county has their own way of auctioning off deeds and liens. And occasionally, a county might change a little bit here and there, but typically, Counties will just keep using the same format year after year after year. It's what they know, it's their system, it's what they have in place, and they don't really change a whole lot. So we have four types of different auction formats. We have your in-person live auctions, we have your online auctions, we have your hybrid auctions, and then we have absentee auctions. Now, it's very important to understand that some counties might take aspects from one or another and kind of combine them and just tie them all together. But those are the four primary type systems. So you have in-person, online, hybrid, and absentee. Let's first discuss the in-person auctions. So most investors and truth for most people have probably heard the saying sold on the courthouse steps. This quite literally means that in some counties to this day, properties are sold with a county official standing at the top of the courthouse steps and all the bidders on the steps below. So quite literally, it's sold on the courthouse steps. In the winter, you might be bundled up brushing snow off your coat. Other times, you might be sweating, right? Fortunately, most live auctions are going to be held indoors now. They don't really sell on the courthouse steps a whole lot except for some rural counties, you know, kind of old school ways. But in these type of auctions, you are required to be there to bid. It is a live auction. You will speak your bid, you'll wave your hand, you'll hold your number up, or however else the county allows you to bid. Now, some auctions, they will allow you to send an agent or representative to bid on your behalf, but somebody will typically, or actually somebody is always required to be there physically in person. Now, these type of auctions can be fairly inconvenient since you have to be there. You have to drive to the auction site, you have to get there, you have to register, all that good stuff, right? But, this inconvenience for you also means it's inconvenient for everybody else. This typically will translate to lower competition than some of the other auctions that we're going to be discussing. Live auctions also allow you to get a feel what's going on. You can listen to the chatter. You can become involved in the process. You can also network. You know, there's, I've met a lot of great people by attending live auctions. And the truth is I made a lot of money from side deals and from learning things from other investors just because I went to these live auctions. There's definitely the benefit of lower competition, networking, and just being able to experience it in full by going to these auctions. And of course, you have to overlook that inconvenience factor, right? Now, the next type of auctions are your online auctions. In an online auction, 
you're bidding really from wherever you like, as long as you have a computer and an internet connection. It's similar to an in-person auction, but instead of actually being like physically in an auction room, you're attending virtually. When a property comes up for auction, you click a button and you place your bid. It's a really a pretty simple process. The best and the worst issue with online auctions is the convenience. It's so convenient, guys. I love online auctions from a convenient standpoint. If you're looking to purchase property or liens, there's no other more convenient way to do it. I've literally purchased properties while I'm on vacation, while I'm in the middle of the Caribbean Ocean on a cruise ship, while I'm on a jet 30,000 feet in the air. At the McDonald's drive-thru, I purchased properties, guys. I've literally purchased properties using online biddings from just about anywhere you can potentially imagine. With that said, guys, as convenient as it is for me, it's just as convenient for everybody else. Online auctions typically have the largest amount of competition since there is no requirement for anyone to go too far out of their way to bid besides opening their computer and logging onto the website, right? So just understand that, that they're very convenient, but the competition factor is usually much, much higher than any other type of auctions. Another type of auction is the hybrid auction. In this type of auction, you're basically combining an in-person auction with an online auction. Bidders will bid for properties in real time against other bidders who are bidding online in real time. Here's how it typically works. You'll have an auction venue that's set up, you know, like a hotel room. I've seen them done in churches. I've seen them in county offices, courthouses, that kind of stuff. At that venue, at that auctioneer venue, you're going to have an auctioneer that's auctioning off the property. But you'll also have a staff member or maybe multiple staff members who will monitor the online bids, the online activity. So when somebody bids, that staff member will relay that bid that they're looking at on their computer screen to the auctioneer. In turn, the auctioneer will say, we have an online bid or whatever they might say, and they'll basically inform the bidders in the room that they have another bid and the increment has gone up some. So essentially, you have a staff member who is bidding on behalf of all of the online bidders. Now, this type of format is not too widely used just yet. I anticipate that it probably will be at some point in the future, and it can lead to quite a bit of competition because, I mean, you've got online bids and you've also got in-person bids. They're just more people, right? It's, it's, it's convenient if, you, if you're local and you want to go there and watch it, and it's convenient if you want to log online. But it is a little bit easier to be involved and understand what's going on since you can usually watch a live feed of something along those lines than it is from a strictly online bidding where you're just looking at a screen and clicking a button. So a lot of times you can watch a feed, kind of get a feel for the auction, that kind of stuff. Now, the last type of auction system that we'll be discussing is the absentee system. In an absentee system, by its very definition, you don't need to be present in order to bid. You can be absent. You simply submit your highest bid amount and your bid will be what is called proxied. This means that your bid will automatically increase to the next highest increment over a competing bid up to the point where your maximum bid will stop. Essentially, it'll work to acquire the property for the lowest amount possible that is below your maximum bid amount. Now, there's two primary types of absentee bids. The first is like an internet-based absentee bid. Think of like eBay, right? I mean, eBay is, is truly an internet-based absentee bid. You simply log on, you submit your deposit when it comes to tax auctions, and you place a proxy bid on the properties that you're interested in, and it bids up to it for you. The second type is like a mail-away bid. And this is kind of a really an old school method, but some counties do use it. And I've seen actually a lot of luck doing this method. What happens is you'll complete a paper bid. You'll they'll have bid forms. You'll print them out. You say, okay, property number 266, I want to bid $537 on. You sign your name, you date it, put it in an envelope, and you mail it out. 
And that's really all there is to it. So what happens is on the day of the auction, they'll calculate all the bids, they'll figure out who got the property, how much for, all that good stuff, and then they award it to the highest bidder. It's a pretty simple process. Absentee bidding can be very, very competitive, or the truth is, is there can be like zero competition. It all depends on the area that the property is located in and how you know competitive that area is. It just it varies truly a lot, guys, from one area to the next. Now, one negative aspect about absentee bidding is, well, that you're absent. You have no idea what properties you're winning, how much money you're spending, um, what the property you're selling for, that kind of stuff. And it kind of puts you at a disadvantage. So let's say you have a $10,000 budget. How do you split that $10,000 up? Should you bid $1,000 on 10 different properties and you might not get a single one? Or should you bid $10,000 on just one property and maybe you get that property and you could have gotten 10 more or something? I don't know, guys. The deal is there's gotta be some sort of combination where you split your bids up because you don't know exactly what's going on. You know, what if you can only afford to bid on two or three properties and those happen to sell at extremely high prices and the other five properties that you were still interested in sell for pennies. You missed out on those because you didn't bid enough on these. Like it's just, it, it kind of messes, it really messes with your head trying to figure all this stuff out, right? In short, you have no idea what's going on with your bids and your investment and your properties you're interested in until it's too late, until the auction is over. So there you have it, guys. There are the four primary types of auction systems. You have your live in-person auctions, your online auctions, your hybrid auctions, and your absentee auctions. Now, as I said at the beginning of this episode, some auctions do utilize a combination of the different types of systems. I've even seen some auctions where all four are kind of combined. You'll, you'll literally have an auction venue with an in-person auction. You'll have a staff member monitoring online bids. And then you'll have another staff member who's opening the absentee bids. I've seen all these combined. A lot of times they'll stick to one or the other. But again, sometimes when they're really advanced in how they utilize technology, they can combine this stuff. Obviously, guys, the best way to get comfortable with the auction setting that is used in the areas where you invest is to simply attend the auction. Become involved. Become familiar. Get that confidence. Be comfortable. And eventually, guys, when you're ready to pull the trigger, you will be so confident on how the auction process works that you won't be worried about that. All you'll be worried about is how much money you'll be making on your properties. That's it for this episode, guys. As always, for more information, head on over to taxallacademy.com. And of course, while you're there, if you have not yet, grab your free copy of my new book, Tax Sell Playbook. It's a completely free book. It is the ultimate guide to buying and selling tax defaulted real estate. Put in your information and let me know where to ship it. As always, guys, have a wonderful day, and I wish you lots of success in your tax sale investing business. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.